You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Another episode of Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive. Uh, this is the podcast where we determine the greatest film in uh, the career of a director or an actor or the greatest film in a franchise of films. I'm Anthony Lewis and I'm with Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa. This three-man Hello. team will once and for all determine the greatest film in the history of one Johnny Depp. Uh, using scientific methods, of course. Uh, we would not have it any other way. Uh, we use IMDb user ratings to rank uh, the top eight films of Johnny Depp, and then we seed them NCA tournament style, and uh, the three of us will then vote until there is only one film remaining, uh, which of course will unequivocally be his greatest film. Uh, and as per usual, if you've not listened to previous episodes, please do not bother providing any feedback as you are incorrect and we are correct. It's science, ladies and gentlemen. There, there is no, there is no, uh, there's no doubting the, the final conclusion here. Um, I, I should note, there are a couple of things. If people do start snooping around on, uh, on IMDb, uh, and looking at some of the scores and things like that, uh, there are certainly tiebreaker situations, uh, when it comes to seeding these movies, because oftentimes films will get very similar scores or the exact same score, uh, at which point it, uh, I, I kind of, uh, uh, lock it down to which film has more reviews. Uh, so if one film has 200,000 reviews and another one has 100,000 or something like that, then the 200,000 reviewed film will be seated higher, uh, things like that. And I also tried to pick movies because Johnny Depp has been in a lot of shit. And uh, I think it, it was something like 70 or 80 yeah, credits. A lot of shit. <laughs> and a lot of it has been shit. Uh, I tried to pick stuff that he is mostly, the, mostly the star of for the most part. But I think there may be one or two movies where he is not the super superstar, but uh, he is well known for being in the movie, something uh, along those lines. So uh, yeah, we've got, we've got everything here. I believe there's only one film on this list that none of us may have heard of. Although Glenn, I, I could is be, it that chocolate movie? I could, no, I have seen chocolate <laughs> and, and I figured you would have at least heard of that movie. I, there's a movie. Chocolat. Is that is that how the word's actually pronounced? Have we just been fucking it up this whole time? Oh no no no! That's the uh, that's my very poor French interpretation of. Oh, the is that word. how a French dude would say it? With chocolat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's how Alex would say it. <clears throat> hang on, let me. Uh, hang on. Chocolat. No, I can't do it. I don't smoke enough to. Chocolat. Like <laughs> chocolat. Uh, Got to start smoking if you don't know sound French. They're they're very throaty. <laughs> they're, they're throaty. A uh, throaty folk. They're all up. Oh. A bunch of Kathleen Turner's over there. Yes, yes, that's right. Hey, sexy. All right. Uh. 
not Christian Bale. Not Christian Bale as Batman. Not quite. Fuck. Have you ever have you heard Kathleen Turner lately, dude? It's really fucking close. <laughs> Is it really close? Yeah, man. It's it's kind of sad. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, we're starting with the number one seed. Which is, uh, this was of no surprise to me, but it may be a surprise to others. Uh, Transcendence. No, the number one seed, that would be a surprise to me. Uh, the number one seed is Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl from 2003, with an 8.1 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And it is taking on the film that I am not sure any of us have watched, let alone heard of. Uh, but it did meet the threshold of 50,000 user votes. Uh, it had almost 60,000. It's a 1995 film called Dead Man with a, a rating of 7.7. Had anybody heard of this movie? Yeah, I've heard of it. I okay. couldn't tell you what it's about, but I've, I've heard of it. I will tell you for context. On, on the run, after murdering a man, accountant William Blake, oh. was, uh, Johnny Depp's character, <laughs> encounters a strange North American man named Nobody. That's his name. Who prepares him for his journey into the spiritual world. Wait, is this a black and white movie? Uh, the poster is in black and white. It's possible that this is a black and white. You're probably thinking of De- of Ed Wood. No, you are correct. No. This is a black and white movie. The screenshots from yeah, this film are all... And Crispin Glover's in this bitch, too. Uh, yes, he is. He is, yeah. He plays a uh, He plays a character listed as Train Fireman, which... Uh, maybe he is a fireman on a train, or maybe his or name he's an is an train... car driver. Like, because they have they have weird names. Like, you know, the, there's Plumber Joe and the Dick Trickle. That's right. Co- that, that one guy, Cockwax. <laughs> you know, Lance Hendrickson's also in this movie. So is Iggy Pop. Jesus, dude, where the fuck is this? John just Hurt? like, yeah, it, it's all people that Johnny Depp is just like, hey, why don't you come over and be in a shitty movie? I'm gonna make in my backyard. Jared Harris, he's in this as well. Yeah, Gary Farmer plays nobody. How did this rate so high? What the fuck, man? Uh, to 64,000 reviews at 7.7 out of 10. Um, and you said this was tied with something else? Um, no, this one was not. There were Actually, it was, but one of the films got a higher rate or um, far more reviews. It was tied with another film, and it got more reviews. Uh, okay, so Aaron, I'm going to start with you, sir. What's your pick? I'm going to go with Pirates of the Caribbean just because Dead Man looks like a really, really poor attempt at Johnny Depp to suck his own butthole. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I'm, I'm presuming you have seen the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I mean, is it something? Uh, yeah, dude. Is it something it, it, you have enjoyed or? The first time I saw it, sure, man. But subsequent. Wait, you said Dead Man was his lowest one in, in these rankings that we're doing? Uh, in the In the top eight, yes. Wow, so he has six other movies in between 8.1 and 7.7. Yes. Obviously, Johnny Depp buys a lot of reviews on fucking IMDb. (laughs) What else is he doing with his time? Like, he's on his private island, you know, he's just sitting there smoking, making IMDb accounts, you know, voting for his movies. I have seen most of the other movies on this list, so Dead Man is the only one that I have never heard of nor had seen, so... Did Chocolate get up in there? No, it did not. Ah. Uh, Glenn... I fucking Who's moving that. on here in this room? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, same here. That's what I would have voted had it mattered. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's move on down to the bottom of the bracket here. The number two seated film from 1990, Edward Scissorhands, with an 8.0 out of 10. We Get Aaron, the fuck out of here. What? Aaron doesn't remember that this film was rated. It also made it into the Tim Burton 
uh, flawed and decisive tournament as oh, well. Oh, I recall. Uh, <laughs> but I have a feeling it could be defeated by the scrappy underdog at the number seven seed, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. From uh, motherfucking right, it's losing it. <laughs> which, uh, which did a 7.7. It was tied with Dead Man, but as you can imagine, it got far more reviews, so therefore well, it got the I, higher seed. I tell you what, man, like, uh, unless you know Johnny Depp did like a really great movie in between Fear and Loathing and whatever piece of horseshit he's got coming out next year, I don't know what movie uh, of his could else win besides that movie. Well, Aaron, I'm not going to be starting with your vote yet, so we got to see how it goes. Maybe Glenn and I will pick Edward Scissorhands before you have a chance. Oh, you motherfuckers. In Las Vegas. Here's the thing, though. I, I'll start. Uh... I have seen Edward Scissorhands. I have never seen Fear and Loathing in life. How have you not seen Fear and Loathing? What? I I don't I don't know. Oh, I've man. never I've never watched it. You've never oh. seen Lonely Island until now. Yet. Yeah, but okay. Are you really comparing fucking? Yeah, there's a big. Yeah, I am actually going to compare something that has about probably forty million views on each of its videos compared to a movie that is only a cult hit and was a box office bomb. Yes, I'm going to compare those two. I, I will say that, that the movie is probably better than anything Lily Island has done. Probably, but I, that's not what we're arguing. What um, are we talking about? I will I will say this. I have seen Edward Scissorhands. I have not seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That being said, I'm still voting for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas because uh, I... I did not. Edward Scissorhands is fine for what it is. I know the reputation behind Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and uh, I know I need to see it. And I have not. Uh, I have not, but I, I will at some point. It's been on my queue for only a year and a half, so give it give it some time. It's got to breathe a little bit on my Netflix queue. Is it? If, assuming it's still on there, of course. I don't know if Netflix has taken it down. I don't but, know uh, why it wouldn't be. I'm I'm pushing Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas past. Uh, uh, for me, so I don't know, Glenn. It's up to you. Do you want to do you want to make this competitive or not? I mean, I was kind of hoping you would say Edward Scissorhands because you saw it, and so I was just gonna say Edward Scissorhands just to piss him off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but considering I only own one of these two movies, and it is Fear and Loathing, and I do enjoy Fear and Loathing, I I don't think it's as wonderful as other people do. I think they just look at the drug aspect and find it fascinating. But well, the yeah. Book is, the book is good because Hunter S. Thompson is one of the greatest writers ever. But, you know, one has Vincent Price, one has Gary Busey doing his own improvisational scene as a state trooper. So I'll go with Fear and Loathing. Okay, and I presume, Aaron, that would have been your pick. You're like, oh, no, fuck, man, I was going to pick Sister Hands. I was actually going to go with Sister Hands just to shake it up. I was just playing devil's advocate. Uh, all right, so the number three seed from 1994 is Ed Wood with a 7.9, uh, taking on the number six seed, What's Eating Gilbert Grape from 1993 with a 7.8. Uh, Glenn, we will start with you. Well, um, those are two, probably one of his best movies. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert Grape is, man, that is... Oh, I was talking about Ed Wood. Well, no, they're both good. Uh, Gilbert Grape is, I would say, more... It's good because of Leonardo DiCaprio as, like, a 14-year-old kid. Uh, Leo DiCaprio is amazing, yeah. Fucking depressing-ass fucking movie, dude. Yeah. But no, I'll go with Ed Wood, because I thoroughly enjoy that movie probably way too much, so... 
Yeah. Have, okay, Tony, have you ever seen Ed Wood? I have seen both of these films. Okay, good. Uh, I have seen Ed Wood and I have seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I love Ed Wood. Uh, it's really good. I mean, we talked about it a lot on the Tim Burton, um, yeah. the Tim Burton podcast as well. Uh, but I am going to be actually picking What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, as as has already been noted by Glenn, and and while the uh, and I guess this gets into weird territory as well because for me, Leo DiCaprio owns the movie. So is it the best Johnny Depp movie or the best movie Johnny Depp was in? I don't know. Uh, some ether uh, shades of gray type shit going on there. Uh, perhaps Fifty Shades of Grey, Aaron. <laughs> but you could uh, do worse. You could, like you know. Six. Absolutely, absolutely. This is one of those movies, though. It's a depressing movie, like Aaron mentioned. And I have a very short list of movies that are so depressing that I've uh, I've watched them no more than, like, you know, two times ever and uh, never will go back to watching them again. You're talking about the Fantastic sadness. Four and X2 and 3, aren't you? <laughs> no, no. I was thinking more along the lines of movies like Schindler's List or something like that where it's just so sad oh, that man, I just – I watch – like I watch it a few times and I'm like, okay, I've I've had my fill of feeling absolutely horrible. Right. Uh, so I'm picking yeah, uh, Gilbert Grape, although I have a feeling it's a losing battle in this instance, but uh, I really – the like end of the Gilbert. Order of Phoenix. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it gets you. Okay, when Dobby dies. Oh, fuck. That does blow, by the way, when Dobby dies on that beach. Oh, uh, so tore up, dude. That's the that's absolute worst. It still gets me. That, that's Deathly Hollows Part 1. That is Deathly Hollows Part 1. but No, I know, but I was just going off of horrible <laughs> deaths from that franchise that affected me deeply. Oh, yeah, from 5 on. <laughs> okay, Aaron. We'll get to Harry Potter eventually. We will talk about the <laughs> oh, Harry Potter movies. Um, all right, Aaron, so your pick for this, uh, this first-round contest. Oh, Ed Wood. Any any particular reason? Have you seen Gilbert Grape? I'm presuming you have due to your I have of the depression. Uh, anything that separates those two for you? Yeah, uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape is a depressing lump of shit, and Ed Wood is amazing. Uh, the, the casting of Ed Wood is just so it, you know. Gilbert Grape, you know, the cast was small because it's just about the family and then, you know, the, the, the fucked up skank that, you know, what's-her-face was doing. Uh, but the cast of Ed Wood, I mean, there were some serious heavyweights in it, and everyone, you know, played their characters. I mean, George you know, the Animal Steel is in that film. George the Animal Steel, exactly. Bill Murray is Bunny Breckenridge. I mean, uh, Breckenridge. I mean, you know, Martin Landau's Bella Lugosi. You oh, just, it was so good. Yeah. There's so many just outstanding performances in a movie, you know, where Johnny Depp, you know, has one of his best performances. You know, it, it was just incredible as a movie, you know, let alone comparing it to fucking Weston Gilbert Grape. I mean, that you could put it up against any one of his movies and, you know, it's got a strong shot at winning. It was just a really great picture. Indeed. Moving on is the wood. The Ed Wood moves forward. <laughs> Our final first round contest, gentlemen, uh, the number four seed from 1997, Donnie Brasco with a 7.8. Oh, that's a good one too, though. And uh, the number five seed from 2004, Finding Neverland with a 7.8 out of 10. So two equally uh, equally rated films, uh, and I believe Donnie Brasco had slightly more reviews, like by you know six or seven thousand or something along those lines, uh, which is why hmm. it got seated higher. Uh, Aaron, what is your pick? Donnie Brasco, man. I, by the way, that's the only other film on here uh, from Johnny Depp that I have not seen that made this list. So, oh, you haven't seen this one? No, I have not. Oh, that North Your Lowland. Yeah. It's on Jesus. Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will have to watch it, it sometime. It's a really good movie. Have you watched both of these films, Aaron, or just the one? No, just the one. 
Okay. But so. I, I doubt Finding Neverland would, you know, would be better to me than Donnie Brasco. I mean, this is a movie like, you know, no matter what point it's on, if you catch it, you fucking watch it. You know, even though you've seen it like a thousand times, you know, uh, or if you know the history of the actual people, I mean, you still watch it because it's just like, oh, it's just so good. Like he and, uh, oh, why am I fucking spacing out in his goddamn name right now? He and Al Pacino like together, it's. It's something to, to behold. You just sit there and hold your breath because it's just like, oh. Is this the part where you tell me what it's about? Because I don't even know what it's about, actually. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus, dude. Okay, a, yeah. uh, he's spoiled, an undercover uh, cop. Uh, yeah. In, in, infiltrating the mob, yeah. But, you know, it, it's, you know, based on, like, actual shit. I mean, you know, they took some liberties here or there. But, I mean, you know, but most of it, you know, it actually was this dude, you know, Danny Brasco infiltrating the mob. The, um... Yeah, for me, for me, it's the opposite. Uh, I have not seen Donnie Brasco, but I have seen Finding Neverland, and I actually like that movie uh, as well. It's about what was that one about? That he like um, he Johnny Depp plays uh, plays John Barry, the uh, the guy who creates. Uh, he's the guy who created Peter Neverland Pan. Uh, no, he he's the oh. guy who created Peter Pan. He was a oh. he was a playwright, and uh, he he basically drew the characters from inspiration from the people that he knew around him and the people that he met and things like that. He met a, uh, uh, a family, a, a, a woman who is dying, had uh, cancer or something like that. And, uh, was that Peter Pan? I don't remember cancer. The, the Oh no, 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 no. But he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he, uh it's, the, it's the dying. It was the, it was, it, it was the children. Uh, it was the children oh, the, that were the, the kids were dying in that movie. No, no, the kids or weren't, the but it was it like was her died? children. Like, and that's how they get the Neverland. No, no, it Is was Neverland her... Heaven. Is that what they're getting? At? <laughs> no, it was her children that were kind of like the inspiration for Peter Pan and uh, you know, so the her kids and things like her. That. She was dying of cancer, but her kids were cool. Uh, yeah, the kids were fine. No kids died. Okay, and Johnny uh, Depp wrote the book based off this dying chick and her kids. I uh, wrote the play, which eventually was turned the into play. a book. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. okay. It's 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 so it's, like is there like a, a dude with like a hook like living around there? Um, you know what? I don't remember. It's been years since I've watched it. Um, <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think. I don't think it's quite that literal. Uh, but oh. it is. It is pretty good, and the ending is really over the top sappy, which. Uh, I guess they had to do because if you read the real story of this man and the children and what happened afterwards, it is not as happily ever after. Uh, Please tell us both. I oh, fuck if I I don't remember. I well, he had how, a, how did the movie end? He had oh I mean it it you know it ends happily as happily <laughs> as it can be with the mother uh, being very sick and things like that. Um, but but in real that. but in real life. Uh, J.M. Barry and the uh, the kid who was the uh, the thing for Peter Pan, they had like a horrible falling out, and they hated each other's guts. Uh, right. And it's like the sad, like they did. I'm like, huh, I can see why they didn't include that in the film. Uh, did, the, did the dude bang cancer mom like the chicken fight club? She just wanted to get off one last time. Like <laughs> throw her like a charity bone. I don't think there was any scenes like that, nor were there any uh, sexy woodworking dance numbers either, which. <laughs> crying shame hopefully people... there's one thing people appreciate it's it's cancer and you know someone who could work a lathe that's right uh, glenn uh your pick between danny brasco and finding neverland well i i i love finding neverland that's actually it's oddly enough one of johnny depp's three movies he was nominated for best actor yeah it is really uh, good it's it's solid. it is good it is really really good but i absolutely love Donnie brasco like aaron was saying the chemistry that him and al pacino have is outstanding and just 
slowly seeing this guy's life just fall to shit. Not really, not really fall to shit, but just like kind of forgetting who he is and maybe becoming bad is very interesting. Okay, so we're in a bit of an in-between here. Aaron, do you have a Johnny Depp film that was not on this list that should have totally been included in here? Something we missed out on, like Chocolat, for example. Like one of his best movies or just... Yeah, like, like a movie, like a, John, like a Johnny Depp movie you have watched that you thought was was okay that should have been on this list. Wow. Uh, and the struggle begins. Ah, fuck, man. I mean, it... Well, you're forgetting one movie. Any movie that he's uh, been in. It doesn't even have to... I like Rango. Rango's good. Rango is very good. That's right. I was shocked it didn't make it onto the Oh, line. yeah, yeah. My, my, my kid likes that movie. Um, I mean, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He's not the lead, but I absolutely love that movie. By the way, okay, Rango... Okay, you know what? I, I'll go out on a limb here and say that uh, even though it, it's fucking terrible, it's still a very entertaining movie. It would be Sweeney Todd, the, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Oh, uh, it's fucking Ellen god-awful, Pittman but singing. it's great to watch. It, absolutely. Uh, but fucking Crybaby, man. Crybaby of... <laughs> you know what's so fucking funny about that? Or Platoon. Normal. I mean, any, you know I mean any, but, but well, Crybaby, definitely. Or a Nightmare on Elm Street, even. Any other well, day of the week. He's in like two scenes. That is true. Any other day of the week, I would have been like, what the fuck is Crybaby? But like a month ago, Jen was watching it. And she's like, you should watch this with me. And uh, I sat down and watched it, and it's incredible. It is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah, or, or Nightmare on Elm Street, personally. Not in, a, not in a great way, but, you know, awesome in a terrible way it's awesome in the same way that gary Busey is awesome oh sure absolutely or uh gary Busey's relative that owns that ranch oh yeah the the, the meat dagger or <laughs> whatever what is it it's sausage sausage, sausage tsunami. castle sausage, sausage castle. castle i think sausage tsunami sausage. is a much missed out uh well if he ever adds on a water park well i mean you call it the sausage tsunami clearly i think their water park would just be like a tarp and some fat guy holding a hose. That would probably be their water park expansion. I mean, clearly he's missing out. And, and it's not even like a proper faucet. It's one of those ones like you have to pump like the old hand wells. I mean, it doesn't even, I mean, unless, of course, he's not trying to be a sellout here and just to, an appeal to the mainstream. But I, I think he's totally missing out on not doing like Sausage Fest every year. Like you've totally got to do something called Sausage Fest. But uh, what you I'm sure do? he, he how, how could he not do a Sausage Fest? I know. Uh <laughs> let's uh let's uh let's go to the next round here we've got uh i actually am curious to see more where the second round is gonna go. i have a feeling i know where the first round is gonna go but oh fuck i forgot all about blow too what a good goddamn movie oh, sorry yeah, I, my, yeah yeah no it's, it's i'm running the reel of johnny depp now that is fine sir uh so yeah we've got the number one seed here pirates of the caribbean curse of the black pearl from 2003 with an 8.1 taking on the number three seed Ed Wood from 1994 with a 7.9. Glenn, <laughs> we beginneth with you. Is it Ed Wood or is it Captain Jack Sparrow? As entertaining as Pirates of the Caribbean movies are, according to Michael Bolton. <laughs> uh, I mean, the second one's personally my favorite because Bill Nye is just awesome with an octopus on his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's awesome, and... but that movie is not as good as the first movie. No, no. Yeah, and, the, and, the best part, and the best part of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the the curse of the black pearl is Jeffrey Rush. So, um, yep, true as well. Uh, but so no, I, Ed Wood. I mean, I'm I have a feeling it's gonna win, but Ed Wood is is fantastic. So. Well, then I'm totally gonna go second, and <laughs> just for the sake of just for the sake of democracy here, 
I'm going to go with Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, not that I disagree with anything you said, Glenn, because I don't. <laughs> and and what is clearly the better movie. So I'm making a strong argument here. No, it's an Aaron move. Uh, for the yeah. So, God, he's making another one of those fucking pirates movies. He sure is, sir. Dude, uh, he's got no really shame, man. Holy shit! How much money is too much for this guy? Like seriously, dude. He is oh, just butt slamming these studios. I mean, wow. Okay, so <laughs> what a lot of shitty movies, man. Sorry. We um. Okay, so we've uh. Yeah, I've got nothing else. I'm just I'm just picking it. Aaron, what have you got? Ed Wood. Of course. I've got Wood. Uh, I mean, is there an argument really here? I mean... Fuck no, there's not an argument. He did, I mean, he did get you know, nominated Johnny, for... Like, you act, know, like, like one of things, you know, Johnny Depp, you know, he might have been like the selling point of the movie, but he wasn't the reason that movie did so well. I mean, you know what I mean? That's it, oh, fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, this it was guy. pirates and skeleton pirates fighting each other. He always looks dirty to me. He always looks dirty. Well, Even he when looks like he, he looks like he, he smells like peanut oil. <laughs> he lives in France. It doesn't take baths. Of course he smells dirty. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have toilets in France, man. The dude yeah, they, just bathe once in a while. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't bathe often there. That, that's kind of their thing. <laughs> a person with your last really? name, Glenn, should, should have more respect. And that's why the... we came over here 400 years ago. Yes, I know. Came, <laughs> you, you moved from France to Texas because you wanted to shower more. Holy shit. I didn't even think of the, the insult that exists right there. <laughs> what a high level insult. That's yeah, that's a major league right there. Um that bathing in that okay. oil and higher job market. You're right. All right. So the number four seed, Donnie Brasco from nineteen ninety seven with seven point eight, taking on the number seven seed, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas from nineteen ninety eight with a seven point seven. Aaron, is this gonna be a tough one for you? I'm starting with you. Nope. Fear and loathing. Wow, that because you were really high on Donnie Brasco. <laughs> and I love Donnie Brasco, but against Fear and Loathing, this is no way. Uh, this is uh, uh, two movies that I have not seen, so I'm going to go with Glenn next because he has seen both of these movies. So do you, do you have a little more insight? I'm going to say Donnie Brasco. Motherfucker. And now is this just for democracy's sake, or do you really believe that, or do you really like Donnie Brasco more than Fear and Loathing? I do like Donnie Brasco. I mean... Fear and Loathing is no different than a movie like Boyhood doing everything based off of a gimmick. So if you're going to criticize one for doing that, then it's the kind wow. of the same thing. You're just doing it with drugs. Wow, dude. Uh, Boyhood to fucking Fear and Loathing? Is that the comparison you just fucking made? That is Glenn selling me. That is Glenn trying to sell me on Donnie Brasco. Aaron, what's your pitch for why I should And Terry Gilliam. I mean, Terry Gilliam does these kind of weird things. He does gimmicky type of movies. And, so you know, Benicio Del Toro was absolutely a fucking amazing in Fear and Loathing. Tobey Maguire, so too, had, had one of the most memorable scenes of his entire career. What happened to Tobey Maguire in this film? Uh, uh, he with... got threatened to be murdered uh, back in the back of the car as Johnny Depp was giving all of his inner thoughts, speaking out loud, thinking he was speaking in his head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's but funny. Toby Maguire had he he looked like Legolas, like he had the most ridiculous blonde wig on, and he was just so like effeminate. It was adorable. You mentioned the best part of the movie is Gary Busey being a freaking state trooper. That's oh, the best the, part. the fucking highway patrolman. He's because it's dude, all he's so improv. He made up. Oh my god. Like, well, Glenn, no. you won me over. 
by talking about the other movie. I'm picking Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas no! to, to move on. Uh, you mentioned Gary Busey is a state patrolman. I'm presuming that's in Fear and Loathing and not in Donnie Brasco. It is. No, it's not in Donnie Brasco. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a, uh, before we do this final round here, do you have a, uh, let's, let's, let's make it more interesting. Uh, this might actually still not be hard. But what is the worst Johnny Depp film that's not a Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Alice in Wonderland, maybe. Char- no, Charlie the Chocolate Factory. What is the worst? Oh, I just, that was I, bad. I just realized this. What does anybody have a worst Johnny Depp movie that is not some sort of remake or an adaptation of another famous piece of work? Uh, I'll throw From Hell out there. Is that, is that pretty bad? I haven't seen that one. It was fucking brutal, bad. dude. It's, it's bad. terrible. Fucking okay. It's Johnny Depp and Heather Graham. And I personally hate Sleepy Oh, this oh, is my, it, and Heather Graham was, is trying to she's yeah, she's trying to throw on this accent. Oh fuck, dude. It's so oh this was during her and relevant. Ian Holm and Robbie Coltrane, I mean, you know, they, they try to give them, you know, Jason Fleming. <laughs> they, they gave them people to work with, but dude, it's fucking nasty there. Uh wasn't there I'm trying to think of like a secret window, is that any good? It's secret okay. window. It's interesting. Yeah, it was okay. John Turturro really made really helps that movie out though. The Atronist wife was a fucking was a lump of shit. The ninth gate suck balls. Mm. Uh, Nick of yeah, Time nice was fucking brutal. Yeah, could have been really good, but oof, oof. Yeah, Benny and June was just, I mean, God, just, he took a shit right on my face with that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I it, you know what, it's probably, I think most people are going to probably pick movies like, uh, uh. Dark Shadows. Dark Did you Shadows. guys bother seeing that? Uh, no. I did, because I was hoping that one chick would get naked, because like in every movie, she's pretty much naked, but she wasn't nude in that one, so I was confirmed. Uh, I I love my mom uh, to death. I really do. Uh, but is that a movie he did? She no no she she no. Oh, they did that was my actual like, my actual oh. my actual mother. I love my actual mother <laughs> a lot. Oh. She's my mom, but she told me that she personally really enjoyed Dark Shadows. So I knew really? that that was a sign to not watch this film. No, my mother, I love her, but she has the worst taste in everything. Um, she's the best. <laughs> I I don't know where. I'd be without without her. She's awesome, but uh, the absolute worst taste in things like this. Uh, to be fair, she was also a big fan of the original show growing up as well. Uh, but you know her whole thing. I think okay, her whole I, stance I, was. I will defend the original show on Netflix, though. That shit is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she has stated that that's what made the show great was that it was terrible. Like there'd always be like there's just there's mics, mics everywhere. There's there's always mics. a grip just standing there. They there's, just keep rolling. Yeah. I mean, there's always you always hear somebody run into something and shit gets knocked over in the background. Yeah. Yep. It's incredible. Uh, I can see why Johnny Depp would want to make a film about this, actually. Uh, Glenn, do you have a pick? I would love to have seen like Christian Bale on the set of the Dark Shadows TV show. Oh, my God. Just see him freaking out over somebody making a noise. Oh no. My God. He would, no. We are done He would have been such a tyrant back then, yeah. He really – he would have murdered somebody. That would have been it. He would have fucking just went full on Lord of the Flies and just fucked somebody up. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, Glenn, do you have a pick for like a worse Johnny Depp movie? Yeah, well, you said I could do a remake. I mean, it it is. Uh, Charlie the Chocolate Factory is just that is bad. That I is... feel bad for kids who think of that movie when they think of Willy Wonka. Like they are just being oh, cheated out of their childhood. Absolutely, uh, that's a but, fucking statement, dude. Jesus. I mean, the first movie is a but, creep fest as well, but it's it's a well done creep factory. But Gene Wilder, I mean, come Gene on, Wilder's the so, man. Yeah, yeah, you love him. Yeah, 
Yeah, you probably even like the songs that are in that movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't outlove the yeah. fucking Oompa Loompas. They weren't, they weren't nightmare-inducing <laughs> at all. Well, it's, that, it's not to well, this day. While, while, you know, I still might fear, you know, some things mentioned in that movie. It was like fucking terrifying. Oh, my was... God, dude. What the fuck, man? That movie but That no, movie that's... is the reason to this day I'm a grown-ass man. I have never done acid. Is because I saw that was like no, that, that is not fucking <laughs> happening to this kid. Uh, no, so Sleepy we... Hollow, I absolutely despise that movie. Ooh, Sleepy Hollow is also bad. No, I like it though. It's so bad, it's great though. Has... I mean, Chris Walken like showing up. Oh, and Chris stuff Walken is, sweet. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I just... was dog shit that movie. But it's it, but it's so great though because she's so terrible. I mean, the best person that movie. And Casper Van, Van Dien. How could you hate that movie with Casper Van Dien? <laughs> I love because it's it. not Python. Yeah. I, I I love him. He he's awesome and everything. I okay, so it's supposed to be like in Sharknado three with Jericho. I'm jazzed about that. Okay, so the final battle is approaching. Uh, also, while you guys are determining uh, your picks for the greatest Johnny Depp film of all time, uh, I should note that the next episode of Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive, uh, I believe, will be a film franchise because uh, uh, episode six was Brett Ratner. And episode five was Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so we are circling back around to a film franchise after this. So Damn. everybody start trying to think of a film franchise you would. I was hoping we'd go with my idea for best uh, frontal male nude scene. Well, yeah, time. yeah, sure. Those are like those are like uh, alternate universe episodes. <laughs> those are the ones you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, those, those can be required. No, I mean, I'll even do some of those episodes, but there's a good chance I haven't seen a lot of the movies that you're talking about. But I wouldn't mind hopping in. I hopped in. You'd for be, the, dude, you'd be shocked about you know how many dicks might have, might have sneaked into your eyeline just that that snuck into good movies. Oh, it's 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 entirely. Bad. It's shocking. Uh, so the hey, five girl for one, you, you see Affleck. Yeah, just monstrous dongs, man. The uh, the final is uh, the number three seed, Ed Wood, from 1994 with a 7.9, taking on the number seven seed, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, 1998, with a 7.7. Glenn, we begin with you. Ed Wood. It is shot beautifully. The black and white just adds to that movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Freaking Martin Landau is, he's incredible in it. And even Johnny Depp is, you know, a solid lead. Like it's kind of yes. I feel like it's what it's you know we we I know the cult movies like Everett Scissorhands, but going like into a mature style of movie making, like this is his first crack at being a lead, and he does a really good job in it. And it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, who knew Tim Burton had something in him like this? I mean, it is, it's great because it reflects on something that everybody has always made fun of, and that is Ed Wood. And it just makes it, you know, in a very beautiful way. Uh, Aaron, we turn to you. <laughs> I got to agree with Glenn, man. It's Ed Wood for me. And a sweep. Holy shit. <laughs> shit. Ed Wood takes the cake. Uh, yeah, I would have gone it, with Ed it, Wood. I, I, I can't say anything bad about it. I really can't. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's way better than any of Ed Wood's actual movies. Uh, <laughs> so that's a good start. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you're in the right mindset, some of his movies are really fucking great. I think Ed Wood would have been pissed, actually, at the the quality of this film about his life. Like how good it was? Yeah, yeah. He would have been very upset that it did not live down to his extremely low standards for filmmaking. Um, no, I mean, it's a it's a very it's a very good movie. And it's uh, I don't even I mean, I know it's a Johnny Depp movie. I know he's the lead, but I never really think of it as his movie. It's always to me. It's more about Martin Landau. 
and how good he was yeah. in this movie was, you know, he was awesome. really great in that movie. He was the best. Uh, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen, for all times. Johnny Depp should just stop making movies now because he's not going to do one better than this. Actually, I don't God, think he's really concerned. Would he, though? Would he I fucking think, stop? I don't think he's really concerned with topping this movie. I think he's just concerned with with adding some zeros to the bank account. By the way, a movie... Dude, he's uh, got an island. Like, what the fuck else does this dude need, man? By the way, I don't believe I ever actually mentioned what my worst Johnny Depp movie was. Uh, that would be the Lone Ranger remake. Was, oh god, that movie was bad. It was pretty fucking awful. Killed the career of uh, Army Hammer. Dead. Yeah, yeah that guy was gonna be. He was mentioned to be Batman actor. one, like you know, once upon a time. I mean, I'm pretty sure people were eyeing him up left and right for shit, and uh, now he's got to start back at the bottom and build his way up thanks to that one. Uh, Drake did it. He can too. There you go. Uh, so do you guys have uh, any ideas for a, a, a film franchise? There are definitely uh, quite a few of them out there that we have not yet ta- that we have not yet we talked about it earlier. We have we have talked about Harry Potter. No, uh, we, we got to save that for uh, for next year Halloween time. That is true, and that is a mega edition as well because there are absolutely uh, there are there eight films. There are eight films. So. Nine, eight, eight. There are eight. Yeah, there are eight films. Eight. Um, there is, uh, by the way, there's one that uh, Glenn probably would not be able to participate in, but we'd have to get Ben on board to do it. Oh, well, I mean, Glenn might Star be able Trek. to do it as well, but Star Trek would be a super mega edition because that is uh, a 12-film franchise currently. So that would be enough for a super tournament. We have not done a super tournament yet, but... Um, I'm going to Star Trek. With the, uh, with the recent passing of Leonard Nimoy, maybe it would be good timing to do a, a Star Trek like super super tournament. Absolutely. Um, so do you want to do that? We're going to do that for the next time? Fuck yeah. Uh, Glenn, are you... Are you, you want to do only ones with Leonard Nimoy in them? Oh, no, no. It will be, it will be all no, no. Star Trek movies. And he, well, he's in most of them, so... He is, actually. To be fair, he is in, uh, he is in eight of the 12 we need movies. To get, uh, we need to get Bennett on that one, too. Uh, so there we go. I don't know. Glenn, do you, do you have a problem taking off for the next podcast? I have no problem taking off for the next podcast. Okay, well we'll see if we can get Ben Knight out. Or I could just they... moderate it. I won't even like give us. I'll just I'll just do it. Throw out the rankings and do all the research on it. Come up with the questions and then you guys decide. Oh, you could if you if if we want to get everybody together on that. That would be that would be awesome as well. I know I want to I get. Mean, I just love talking to Ben. That's my that's my thing. <laughs> I know I want to get Ben on because he is a huge Star Trek fan as well. He's he's certainly on my level when it comes to to Trek fandom. So, uh, he would be an awesome, uh, awesome person to have on here. Uh, all right. Since we've, uh, we've dropped call quality significantly because both Aaron and Glenn sound absolutely horrible on my end. This is a perfect time. You sound horrible, bro. <laughs> this is a perfect time. No, sound... Do I sound horrible? That's just a connection problem. No, you sound, no, good, you sound fine. Oh. Yeah, Aaron's kind of Yeah. Both, <laughs> of, both of you guys, the quality has dropped for me for both of you guys. So what better time to end the podcast? Uh, so for Glenn Bovey and Aaron DeLos, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next time on Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive, the Star Trek Edition. <laughs> <laughs>